Welcome to the Humanise the Numbers podcast series. Leaders, managers and owners of ambitious accounting firms sharing insights, successes and issues that will challenge you and connect you and your firm to the ways and means of transforming your firm's results. Yes, this is a, a, something from a guy called Larry Fink or Lawrence Fink for non-friends. So Lawrence said, purpose is not a mere tagline or marketing campaign. Listen, listen up now. It is a company's fundamental reason for being. It's what it does every day to create value for its stakeholders. And, but here's the key line. The key line, Paul, is this. Purpose is not the sole pursuit of profits, but it is the animating force for achieving them. There are very few people who are recognised within the accounting profession worldwide, US, UK, Europe, Australasia, and Paul Dunn is one of those individuals. He's served the accounting profession for several decades, he's won several awards, and On this podcast discussion, Paul shares his insights into the value of purpose and the value of values so that you can apply them, you can apply the success of them to you and your firm. Let's go to that discussion now. Welcome, Paul. It's a privilege to have you as part of the Humanise the Numbers uh, podcast, taking time out from uh, Singapore. Uh, What time is it where you are? Uh, Well, it's seven hours behind, oh, sorry, ahead of where you are. So right now it was eight hours a couple of days ago, but it's now seven. So and as someone said uh, yesterday when I was talking to them, oh, my God, you're in the future. Well, that's that's been a lifetime, hasn't it, Paul, you've been living in the future? (laughs) But Paul, you mentioned the word privilege. I feel so privileged to be here uh, with you and to have, uh, in a sense, shared the uh, the journey. You know, for the last seventeen years at least, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, to see and the the great things that you're doing to share the stage around the world with you has been a, a real privilege. So to be here is just a great feeling. So thank you so much for having me. It, it's it's my pleasure, and. Um, I, I, so that we don't uh, dive into cronyism here, Paul, and, and patting each other on the back. I very much want us to um, pose some challenges for each other in the conversation mm. and the uh, and, and, and those listening to the podcast. Mm. And for, for a long time, you've talked about um, Start With Why, you know, the Simon Sinek story and, and his impact on driving businesses and firms of accountants to consider their raison d'etre for being other than the monetary side of things Mm. but I'm wondering if we're now moving into an era of who as opposed to why now don't get me wrong the why is still as powerful and as relevant but I do wonder if um, we've got uh, another challenge which is to make our businesses make our firms more human than they've ever been before How, how do you respond to that challenge? Well, <laughs> interestingly, you know, yeah, that's a great challenge. And, of course, you're all about challenging, connecting, and, and uh, transforming. So it's great to start with the challenge. And uh, interesting thing, because when I spoke with uh, Simon, that, that seems like, you know, a big name drop, right? But anyway, yeah, you know, he, he and I were having I thought a- I'd get it in Paul. I thought Thank I'd you. get it yeah, in first yeah, Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 so- <laughs> 
but I remember this, and and, and interesting enough, uh, I I don't think he's ever said this in any of his books or whatever. So, uh, so what what he said uh, was, and, and and I repeat it fairly frequently, so it may have gotten into uh, you know various uh, genres, but what he said was, uh, uh, true purpose is always human, right? So. So from his perspective, the move from the what to the why was always human. In other words, his thing, right, if you yeah. will, the whole why, and a lot of people get confused with this. They think that the why is all about themselves. You know, like it's, um, well, we, we're here to be, uh, you know, the best accountants in Blackpool or, you know, or wherever yeah. they are. And, yeah, Brisbane or Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and that that doesn't, you know, that doesn't cut it once you really get that the the definition, if you will, of of why is really that it's got to have something to do with humanity, right? It's got to have something to do with it. And and of course, one of the one of the key ways of doing that is you you might choose to say, you know, we we aim to be the most profitable accountants in Blackpool. For example, and then if yeah, you would yeah. add two words, so that yeah, we yeah. can make a real difference in the world as a result of the great things that we're doing for our clients, right? And the moment yeah. you you do that, then you bring back that humanity thing. And so, mm -hmm. Paul, I'm not sure whether that was the best answer to your question, but but it seems to me that there's a that there's a link that you that you can't be on purpose as it were unless you're authentic and unless in some way that connects with you with your humanity and the moment you connect with your humanity that doesn't mean you you, you know you, you start to understand that the you know these last n months where n tends to what 15 uh, when we've been in pandemic i mean there's there's one thing we we cannot ignore, which pre-pandemic we could, right? So mm. the thing that we cannot ignore is that we are all connected. Now, yeah. sadly, it took a you know a pandemic to show us how it's, so how intricate that uh, that web is. And um, once you get that, then it means that we have to shift from this you know, this thinking that it's all about me to really understanding mm. that it's all about we. And the moment we make that shift, then we make a very interesting other shift, which is that it's not about, uh, or, or put it this way, uh, it, it's the, the way I talk about this now is that uh, our income, if you will, your income as a firm, your wealth as a firm, is is direct it's a direct byproduct of the wealth and, and, and the value that you're creating for others and mm. so once you get that then i think uh, i have this lovely well i think it's a nice alliteration which says you know we move you from being stand standard you know in other words like every other firm to stand to stand out because you stand for something and that mm. something is bigger than yourself and as you know most recently I, I, i've referred to that as being impact driven and when we're impact driven then mm. everything changes everything changes mm. in the culture everything changes in what we measure and so on and so forth so i, I think yeah. there is going back to your question i think it is all about humanity 
Um, but I think that was always the idea anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know what, what you've said there. And to begin, with, I thought there was going to be a contradiction in terms of it's not all about you. It's it's about others. But actually, what you're saying is it's about you and the others. However, yeah, of course, of course. If you if you look at the vast majority of accountants' websites. Oh. They may have the the odd testimonial from and uh, from a client, but actually, it's um, uh, one challenge would be is uh, they count the number of I's, me's, and us's, mm. and it's it, it's it's me, myself, and I. They've uh, they've not really done what you're suggesting there, and I agree with is the um, you know to take um, uh, the it's that it's the hero's journey has to show up in your story, doesn't it? Not you as the hero, but your clients and oh, others, the community. Sorry in the story isn't it about the hero's journey is that uh, yeah, you, is so, that where you're taking this that's so perfect uh, i was writing a you know and i dabble and it is a serious dabble if you will <laughs> like it's just, it's not something that um i spend my life doing uh, at all in the sense of web developers spend their life doing these things sure. but but um, I uh, just recently wrote, the, you know, I was updating someone's website. They said, Paul, can you know, you can take a look at it, right? So um, you know how everybody has, you know, the homepage and they have an about us, right? And yeah. so, so I rewrote it. So there was only one word on the page. And the one word on the page was you. It was this great big, great big you. And, and then underneath it said, P.S., if you didn't get it, what we're all about is you. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and you know and, and yet you know when we see websites and it's so easy it is i mean we we shouldn't you know shouldn't sort of knock out knock it because it is so easy to get into this uh, you know this sea of sameness thing where everybody talks about oh you know we've got three options and we've got this one and that one and that one and, and they're talking yeah. about what 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 do you do whereas mm. what what i think we are now understanding again Paul as a result of not necessarily the pandemic but I think of things that have been happening you know for a while it's just that the pandemic has accelerated them that yes giving giving people value is is seriously important always has always will be but mm. values are now much more important than value you know and we saw that didn't we we saw that in the pandemic where where, you know, accountants, those that, that really had this North Star, they were doubling down. They had values that talked about how they cared about their team, that talked about how they cared about their clients. And and they didn't just have that as values. That's what they actually did. And, 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 and those values, you know, shone. And as a result, we've seen, as you know, we've seen, uh, you know, practices just grow in ways that they didn't even seem see was possible, right? And on the other mm. hand, we've seen parents go, oh my God, you know, signs are, you know, really, really terrible. But yeah. um, so there's there's always a yin and a yang, I guess. But I think where we're going now is this very strong thing towards meaning, towards values, towards outcomes, and of course, towards purpose. And and I think mm. that the key is that when, when, when a firm embraces those things you know and the, the people listening to us now in a sense are you know the people that are listening to us are the people that really get it right they've already got it because you can't not listen to you on the podcast and not and not mm -hmm. get this stuff right uh so but i think more and more people are really getting it and they're really getting that 
Uh, it's all about connection. It's it's about connection to their team. It's about connection to their client, connection to their community, all of those kind of things. And then when that happens, it becomes like this this magnet where you don't just uh, you you move the way I talk about it is you you move from chasing clients to choosing clients. I mean that's that's a seriously important shift. And then from a team member point of view, as you were alluding to a minute ago, you move you, you know you you move to become a real magnet for talent. And again, you can choose, right? So the whole purpose thing. I, I, I like, I, I just happened to, before we we, we, uh, we were here, um, Paul, I was, uh, I, I actually reset my, my machine, which is not a good thing to do in the middle of the day, by the way, because it takes hours. Um, but but then something came up and I was like, oh, I must, I must keep that up for when I chat with Paul. And um, let me let me do this. This is a, a, a something from uh, a guy called uh, Larry Fink or Lawrence Fink uh, for non-friends. So Lawrence said, he, by the way, is the CEO of BlackRock. BlackRock happens to be, as you know, the the biggest company in the world in terms of funds under management. Seven trillion dollars a day flows through BlackRock. That's that. I mean, that gives you. Some idea of the size. Seven yes. trillion dollars a day. Yeah, and that's not Hong Kong dollars or any other form of dollars. That no. is US dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And here's here's what he said. Right, I, I love this. He says, "Purpose is not a mere tagline or marketing campaign." Now, listen, listen up now. Yeah, it yeah. is a company's fundamental reason for being. It's what it does every day. To create value for its stakeholders. And, but here's the key line. The key line, Paul, is this. Purpose is not the sole pursuit of profits, but it is the animating force for achieving them. Ah, mm. I, I, I love that. I really yeah, love yeah. it. It sort of gets it, you know, puts it like front and center. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's uh, it, it reminds me of the... Um, uh, the Whole Foods story. Uh, oh, uh, you know, John Mackey. They, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, eight months in, first store, May twenty fourth, twenty fifth, nineteen eighty one. Massive flood in uh, California, and um, they've got no insurance. Everything's yep. flooded. All the stock's gone. No cash. Lots of debt. Ruined. However, uh, in less than ten hours. Uh, customers were okay. swelling out the, uh, the the store, and then the team showed up, and they were doing the same. The investors dipped into the pocket again, chipped a little bit more cash in. The suppliers did the same, and um, all of a sudden, the bankers were looking at this and going, "Oh, maybe we should chip in again." And they did, and I think twenty eight days later, they were up and running again. And in was it twenty seventeen? They sold to Amazon for however many billions it was uh, it was um, uh, more than 1.2 i remember that <laughs> yeah yeah it's a lot um and it's that you know an animating force that's very much you know there was um that in just eight months that established that animating force because they were uh, very clear about their core purpose and you know i write about that in a, a, a business breakthrough report that uh, we'll we'll put in the show notes for this but paul it's it's by the way just before talk. you just before you just before you go there uh, just if i could um, one very interesting thing, you know, we, you and I are great readers and as hopefully other people that uh, join us as well. Uh, um, and I just came across a, can, can I drop a book in that is really yeah, 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 interesting? Please. Yeah. Yeah, please um, do. 
And this book, it's called Cult Status, as in right. C-U-L-T status. It's written by a guy yes. called Tim Dugan, D-U-G-G-A-N, D-U-G-G-A-N. Yeah. And it's his first book. You would not know that it's his first book. He's a great writer. And he, he makes this really interesting point right up front in the book. He says, you know, many of the companies that we admire, and he, he thinks, he says, for example, Apple, you know, we admire Apple. Yeah. He says, yeah, but the interesting thing is, the interesting thing is, Apple was started in 1976. So what's happening now? What are we seeing now from, you know, the newly minted uh, companies, if you will? And he goes through these uh, these seven steps for, for doing it. And funnily enough, uh, step one is this, define your impact. That, that's what it is, right? Define it, right? Hence the reason I right. talk about impact-driven. And he makes this yeah. point, he makes this very simple point that that doesn't mean you define your revenue. What you do is you define the impact on the number of people you want to have. And then from that, you get, your possible revenue. Do you see what I mean? So it's all, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's it, it, it's familiar, or sorry, it, it, it's right alongside when you and I met in 2003. I think it was at the, the Motorcycle Museum, Paul, as I, yes, as I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, as I remember. Yeah, in Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, and I remember my opening slide, and I, and I, and I, went, and I thought, oh, I'm going to have three words on the slide. I wonder what they're going to be. And I remember <laughs> my opening slide because, uh, you know, it sat with me ever since then. And, and it says basically what, what Tim Duggan just said. And what it says is accountants change lives. That's mm. it. That, that's it, right? Mm. And once, once we get that, then that automatically hooks us in to something greater than ourselves anyway, notably our clients, but then the impact that they're having in the community and the world and everything else. So, yeah, it's, it's why, you know, uh, some <laughs> Someone said to me, "Why, why do you, why do you keep sort of working with accountants?" You know, and I said, uh, "Paul is a deeply personal story. It really hit me at the time." And I said, "Well, uh, you know, it's it's about leaving a legacy." And this person, who's surprisingly close to me, said, "Well, maybe it's about time you stop then, because you've already created one." And I, you know. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. And I was reminded of the story I told you before we uh, before we clicked the record switch about Zig Ziglar, you know, and, and uh, where Zig, Zig was like 80 odd and someone said, uh, maybe you should, uh, have you thought about slowing down? And he said, no, no, I, I'm, I don't have as much time left as you, so I need to speed up. So I think yeah, there's, yeah, there's so right. much stuff that we can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Paul, the um, you've just made uh, the job for everyone on this uh, listening to this harder because I, I thought you we were going to talk about purpose, and now you've introduced values as well as purpose. And we can wax lyrical about the upside benefits of purpose and values. And you know, I love the um, you know, I, I point people to the firms of endearment website, which shows the yeah, 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 uh, yeah. material financial results of firms that or for businesses. Yeah. There's no accountancy firms there yet, but businesses that have done a great job of connecting their team up with a sense of purpose and values yeah. uh, from uh, Raj Sisodia, isn't it? The uh, firms of endearment stuff. Um, and it's, you know, if you Google it, you can just scroll down and you can see the stats, the, you know, the performance stats of these businesses, yeah. which outperform Jim Collins's good to great firms, which yes, is um, saying something. Um, but it's how, you know, how, how do, what have you seen in accountancy firms 
that helps someone listening to this actually devise their purpose, you know, distill it, work out what it is so that they personally can connect to it. And then rather than it just being a tagline and you, you're right, it has to be authentic. Otherwise, it is just marketing BS. So yeah. we've got to get to that. So what have you seen that other accountants have done that can help someone listening to this? build their raison d'etre, work out what their reason for being mm. is so that mm. they can build those connections with themselves and their drive and zeal and motivation, but mm. also their team as well as their clients? It's a great question because you know and I know uh, what goes on in the typical firm, right? So in the typical firm. Busy. busy, busy, busy. Well, yeah, but also what goes on is uh, is this whole thing around, you know, we we need a mission statement and we need a vision statement. And oh, that's probably, you know, sort of close to a why that everybody talks and it's probably got something to do with purpose. So I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll tell you what we'll do. Why don't we have a firm retreat? By the way, I hate the concept of retreats. If any, if we're going to have anything, let's have forwards, not retreats. But anyway, so, so, <laughs> so, so off they go. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. you know, they're, 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 they're trying to make consensus of it. And then, and then what happens is you get this, you know, this long-winded thing that, you know, you've got to put it up in the toilet so you hope that everybody remembers it. And and then we make the false assumption that everybody else has to have that same purpose. I mean, that's so not true. It's it, it, it's not mm. funny. Now, do, do, when you, when you to, I'm talking now to the business owner, owners, right? Yeah. When you get it right, and we're going to show you in a minute, we'll just go through a couple of things that help you get it. And then you've got to understand that Sally, the receptionist, as a for example, or as you and I call them, the director of first impressions. Do we still have those people in in this age? But anyway, you, or, or, yeah. or you know the the, 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 the uh, client care manager or, or whoever you have. Yeah, you, you you you. I mean, you have rocks in your head if you think that her purpose is the same as yours. It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's personal, isn't it? It's it's, it's it, it is personal, right? So now, can can she get into what yours is about? Of course she can. Of course she can, because if she didn't, then she wouldn't be there, right? And we'll talk about yeah. how you make sure of all of that in just a second. Um, so the, there's a zillion ways of 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 getting to it, but the one that I've found best of all is where you. Try and do it with, and as you know, I think I just do it with iPhones and I get people to pick up. By the way, it also works on the other models. Uh, but anyway, yeah, where, you, where, you, where you press record, you know, like uh, what's it called? Voice memos or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. And you just, you just say, and you just say these words, I get up every morning too. And, 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 and then you just complete whatever comes out of your mouth. I get up every morning to, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. And then you listen, and then you listen back to it and you go, oh gosh, that was, you know, that was dreadful. And then you just, and it's okay. It's okay. And then you, you kind of gradually refine it. And then what you do, because it usually will be about you. And so then what you do is you just put two words on the end of it, and the words are so that. And the moment you say so that, or in a firm's case, the moment you say so that we, so that we can, you are automatically getting into this human bigger than you thing. Um, I, 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 I call it nailing your why, and, and it's a... 
it's you know i mean obviously and by the way if people want to paul i'm really happy they can shoot me a copy of what they think is a good one and, and i'll kind of try oh, and spice it up I, I i love doing that by the way um and it, it is so interesting where people come from and it's not an easy thing to do and by the way the other thing that's very interesting is that sometimes we get we get lost you know we have this these moments where we go hang on a second what's this all about and hmm. we think that what we're trying to do is you know when we talk about our why we think that what we're trying to talk about our purpose if you will hmm. we think that this is the thing that people are going to recite when they lay us in the ground you know and and that's that's kind of like you know that makes it so much bigger than it need be because mm. um, one of the things that I say to people is, look, just put the words for now. For now, I get up every morning to, you know, do this so that we can. And it just focuses everybody around where you should be going as a firm. And then, of course, as you know, you then put in processes and catch-up meetings and all that kind of stuff uh, in the firm. Uh, to make sure that everybody gets it. That's why. That's why I really like this whole concept of, you know, when when someone. So, for example, let's just say uh, someone has been listening to this, and thank you by yeah. the way for doing that. Those of you that, are, <laughs> and and uh, someone came up to you and they, they said, "So, what do you do?" Well, you could say, "Well, I'm an accountant." Right? You could say that. In which case, the person would say, "Could you tell me where the nearest toilet is?" or something like that, because they <laughs> t typically tend not to want to engage with you when you say that. Or you could say, well, we're purpose-driven. You could say that. We're an on-purpose firm or something. You could say that. But what the phrase I really like now is, oh, well, I'm an impact-driven accountant. Now, just, just think for a moment what, what, that, what people are going to say. Well, what, what, what the hell is that? Well, mm -hmm. we are focused on things other than ourselves, specifically we're focused on creating an enormous impact for the clients that we're privileged to serve and then go beyond that so that together we make a real difference in our world so that we can, you know, boom, 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 do that. I think that's a very powerful way. The other thing that I mm. think is really interesting is, you know, when you, when you quote unquote lose it, you know, you, you're not sort of clear where you're going and, and, you know, clarity and, stuff is, is is such an important thing to have that mm. clarity around it. Uh, and then when you lost, you know, you go down and see the head shrinkers, and this is not anti-head shrinker, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a professional for the head shrinker, or do I intend to bash head shrinkers, I mean, particularly now. Thank God they're here. Um, yeah. And um, so, you know, typically they will say, well, look inside. Hey, go, go and look deeply inside. Now, I understand why they would say that. I seriously understand why they would say that, right? Hmm. But I, I think that's flawed. I think what we've got to do is do what Captain Tom did. You know what Captain Tom did? Here he is celebrating his 100th birthday. What does he do? He looks outside. What does he find? The NHS. Oh, my goodness. And look what happened as a result. Hmm. I mean, that's a beautiful example of for now – you know, it's a beautiful example of looking outside. Hmm. Don't you think? I do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
So it's it's interesting. You, you you quote the phrase. You know, if you lose it, if you lose, uh, you know, your connection with that sense of yeah. purpose, and you, you start investigating internally, what you're saying is that no, 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 no. Look, it, it's bigger than you. Using your words, it, it's about others, it's about your clients, and it's about you know a broader community. However, you wish to define that, and it's certainly um, something that showed up in the sort of strategic purpose-driven conversations uh, we've been having with firms. Interestingly enough, more in the last 12 months, 15 months more than ever before. There you go, exactly I think so. it's fascinating that the pandemic has actually turned accountants into, or more accountants, certainly in my experience, are, are, are taking deadly seriously this. Now, we've got to get our, um, yes, messaging right, but it's not because they want to get the messaging right, it's because they want to get their sense of purpose right. But it's not easy work. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you've glibly walked past, no, there's no criticism, the catch-up meetings. And, and I've just written in caps time because I think one of the practical things here is people don't invest enough time in time out to actually contemplate, you know, book blocks of time in diary in order to work on your purpose, your reason mm-hmm. for being. Um, mm. by considering the others and, and those phrases and those quotes, you know, I get out of bed in the morning so that we can, or for now, we can. I, I love that. I love that. And we, we um, have, uh, we, those catch-up things are so important for scaling and for growth. You know, Dan yeah. Harnish talks, as you know, about all of those things. But uh, one yeah, of the things yeah, that yeah, we repeat, found repeat, is repeat. that, yeah, exactly, yeah. One of the things that we found is that people are, linking it um, in with uh, things like, for example, B1G1 Business for Good. So what they're yep. doing is they're, they're having things like morning tea for good, right? So their morning mm. teas, their catch-ups, are catch-up for good. So yeah. have a guess yeah. what they're talking about. What they're talking about mm. is the good that's going on. Or you could say, you know, morning tea for impact. And they're talking about the impact. And so the questions become, uh, you know, not how do we put more more numbers on the timesheets? Oh, gosh. Mm. But, but uh, whoops, it does. But how can we, through what we're doing, how can we create more impact in the lives of people we touch? And that's when you're getting really on purpose when you start asking those questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic. So, what what about the how to on values then, Paul? So, if, as which is arguably, in my experience, a, um, a, a lumpier piece. You know, what is it mm-hmm. the firm? Uh, and I'm always driven to talk about uh, David Meister and his uh, piece around um, the, I, I, when I've done this from stage I've talked about sacking people SA um, CC so that yeah. people have got to have a sense of satisfaction got to have a sense of accomplishment and a sense of uh, challenge arguably one of the two things two, two of the same things and then last but not least a commitment Mm. and to each other and a com- and they see a commitment back and i think mm. we've, you know four stroke three powerful elements um but the it's the behavioral standards firms set themselves and hold people to account to is arguably yeah. harder than the numbers and goals the number performance goals they set themselves and yeah. hold people to account to and yeah. so it's it, there's that piece of work which is establish your behavioral standards you be the values around which you want to behave is i don't know arguably harder than actually working out what your purpose is how have you seen firms achieve that paul it's very, Paul, you're absolutely right to say that it's, it's lumpier, you know, because it's so easy, uh, or sorry, you know, you can, you can just 
go and look at, you know, the sort of value statements that everybody has. You know, we value integrity, we value, you know, all of those sorts yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. And, and you, blah, you, blah, fluffy. Yeah, blah, exactly. Blah, you know, blah, yeah, fluff, yeah, yeah, fluff.com, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, don't go down that. But, but uh, you, 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 I tell you what, I've, I've seen some people do is they've, uh, they've done word clouds, you know, because you do want to get it as succinct as you can. And so they've done word clouds with their team and they've just taken, you know, like eight or 12 words and then then kind of put those back into maybe five or six uh, that come out from word clouds of discussions uh, that, that you have. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good way of doing it. And, you, you know, the and then I see lovely uh, acronym, uh, acronyms and. You know, we have one that talks about do care, which is really interesting how that works. And 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 then one of the things that we do, because it's not just it's not just about having the values. You know, if you go back, you go back to it, it's about how, how you live by them, you know. And so, for example, in the daily catch ups that we do, uh, we will, we will literally, it might be your turn tomorrow and it will be someone else, you know, everybody knows kind of like when their turn is. In advance. Yeah. And so, so one of the things you have to do is you've got to spend two minutes talking about something that you experienced or something that you saw or, or something yeah. that you did, which, which solidifies everybody's understanding of that particular value, which of course goes back to, you know, the classic case on all these, uh, which is the Ritz-Carlton, you know, where they had their credo and they have these 21 things on the credo and every day, one, which are basically their values. And then Mm -hmm. every day, you know, there's a message goes to every Ritz-Carlton, which says it's value number 17 or credo number 17. And everybody mm. in, the, in the you can approach somebody if you're staying in a Ritz Carlton right now if you're lucky enough to be doing that go to one of the team members and say by the way what's the credo today what number is it and mm. and they have to tell you because that's their standard that's the thing that they stand for and that's the thing that and creates they, great companies right um, I, yeah, I found absolutely. out yesterday actually and it's in it's in the book I'm going to say yesterday I found out a few days ago. That when uh, Jobs, we talked, you know, talked about Apple earlier. When Jobs was uh, doing stuff like everybody said, you know, it's crazy, right? Because uh, people like Dell were closing all of the computer stores and all of that kind of stuff that they uh, they had. And so Jobs says, well, I think we should open some. So he said, well, how are you going to do that? So where, where, where does he go to find out the values in that particular? area so where he goes is the ritz carlton and he signs up as i did to the ritz carlton university and every every apple person i I probably get shot for saying this but every apple person has on their wallet you know on their iphone they have what are the values boom right there which is why when you uh when and, and the interesting thing paul is it's always about the little things it's always about the little things you know uh, that, 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 that just acknowledging people in beautiful ways and so on and so forth. So, uh, and, I, and I think it comes back to, you know, suspending judgment. I think it comes back to recognizing the diversity and the differences. There's a lot of that now, of course, which we, mm-hmm. which we have to, well, we, you know, I'd say we have to do, but we've been having to do that for a long time. It's just that it's come to the fore right now. 
yeah. So yeah, but it's a it's a lumpier piece, that is for sure. Yeah. Mm. What I what think, are you seeing yeah, that, that people are doing that? Well, the um, I think the, the the word cloud idea I like, and I have seen that work. Um, but I think one of the things that um, it works well too, and it's connected with the same process in terms of working with your team, is just asking everyone in the firm, what do you think our behavioural standards are? Mm-hmm. You know, what have we been living oh, for the last <laughs> okay. two years, five years, ten years that actually you're proud of? So if you ask people what they're proud of about how we behave in the oh, firm. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's a really nice question to pose to the team. And, you know, when, when, we, when we work with firms on this, we'll ask the leadership team exactly that. And they go, oh, oh yeah. And they go, oh, that's great. And I say, yeah, but it's not the truth yet. It's, and now let's, let's do the same with the team and get them to feed into that. And so that um, I think, pri- you know, if people feel proud of the firm they work in, they're going to be more deeply connected with the work they're doing and therefore generate better results. The timesheet doesn't tell all the story, it doesn't tell the tale, does it? It's, um, it's not the amount of time they've invested, it's the amount of themselves they've invested in that time. And that's why purpose and values are so important. So actually engaging with the team in and around the values that we live, the behavioural standards that are set in the business now that we've lived this way for two years five years ten years or however long the firm goes back is a it's um it's anchored and it's tangible and then maybe you can build the sound the the word cloud off off that but i i I see that as being a very powerful process well let me give you another thing for some reason paul when i when i'm chatting with you and i'm and i'm hearing your lovely uh, accent which you don't even know you have because you you say as well no, the way i listen to you right so, so i'm normal paul everywhere yeah, exactly really exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know i i was born a fair while ago and i was born in dover for uh, uh, down there in the uh, my dad was a was a miner i can remember the time when you know when the tv came in right and the tv wasn't that reliable and it used to go off and there used to be this message come up you remember it says normal service will be resumed as soon as possible. Remember that? <laughs> and no, I'm Paul, just, no, I don't. No, no. Uh, no, you don't. Of course, you're going to deny it. You're going to deny it. You know, I, I've, you know I've got a sneaking suspicion. I do remember that, yes. Yes. And, and I, I was reading a piece earlier today uh, with, with uh, Seth Godin where uh, he was talking about uh, Unilever, you know, good friends, Unilever, where they have decided to get rid of the word normal on their personal care labels. And have a listen to this, this is what he says. Because when it comes to people, normal is an artificial construct. It's the center of a statistical bell curve, but not a standard that we ought to seek to achieve, even if we could. Right? So mm-hmm. it's, it's do, do you get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's not that which normally happens. It's that that we we are aspiring to and sometimes we may fall down but we need i think in terms of values we need to set a very high bar for them we really do Mm. brilliant so we've we've covered uh, two massive foundation stones of a successful business successful strategy and purpose Mm. and values and you know the it, it comes through clearly in all of jim collins's work it comes through clearly in um you know, Mackie and Sisodia's work and, and many others. There was there was one comment earlier, Paul, about, um, uh, you know, it's it's not about the wealth as a firm, it's the wealth for other, others, the focus is on them. And I just wonder if we just change one letter in that and it's about health of the mm. firm. Yeah. You know, what's the the, the the core foundation? If the, where, where, what, what are the sources of the 
true health of a strong, sustainable accountancy firm? Mm. Uh, well, it's, it's, I had a conversation today about that where someone was uh, hiring. They were not in an accounting firm, as it turned out, but uh, but the uh, the they could well have been. And the uh, the uh, CEO was about to hire a. Uh, he wasn't. It was a he. He wasn't sure whether he wanted an EA as, in other words, an executive assistant or whether he wanted a director of operations. And I said, well, I, you know, I think I, let's, let's go with the director of operations. And I said, but please, please, please don't, don't put the name director of operations uh, in the mm. ad. And, and he said, um, uh, well, what, what should I put? And I said, well, uh, I think we need, we need either a DJ or a DH. And he said, so what's a, what's a DH, <laughs> rather obviously? <laughs> and I said, well, the DJ is more fun, but let's talk about the DH. And I said, the, the DH, the director of ops, if you will, the DH is actually the director of happiness. That's what they are. And, and, and you know, the, 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 and if you wanted to be really rough about it, you would say, as the, as the CEO, you would say, you know, and there are, there are two uh, people that, I want to be the beneficiary of that. One is me. <laughs> I want you to be responsible, even though I'm personally responsible, you know, for, for that. Yeah, yeah. And the other one I want you to be responsible for is our clients and, and, and uh, our customers. And, 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 and he said, wow, that's really cool. And you could just see he got really excited, you know, about the whole thing. And he said, by the way, what's the DJ? And I said, well, it's director of joy. And, 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 and the point on all of that, is that you know we, we talked about values, we talked about purpose, we we talked about bigger than ourselves, all of those sorts of things. But there is something right at the center. And that thing right at the center, sadly, sadly, unless we're really careful, and in fact if we don't do all the things that we've been talking about, if we if we don't mm -hmm. do those, the thing at the center is an S word and it becomes stress. That's what it becomes. And, mm -hmm. and, and when that happens, it's a sign. Hang on a second. Something's going wrong here, right? It's a, uh, and so if we can put joy or happiness, and I know that sounds like new age, you know, let's go, let's go and be a flower child in San Francisco in 1960 or whatever, you know. But it's actually not. It's actually not. Because what better, you know, we talked about creating impact, right? What mm -hmm. better impacts could you be creating for the people you serve as the CEO? And I, by that I mean the, the you know your team members, uh, your, mm. your clients. That as a result of dealing with you, their world became a more impactful world, impactful in terms of the joy that they experience because mm. of all the other constraints, not constraints, but all of the all of the other stuff that goes around that, right? All the stuff that we've spoken about, about purpose, about humanity, about, in, in other words, humanness instead of transactionness, all of, all of mm. those sorts of things. Then at the mm. center becomes joy. And when it becomes joy, then that becomes the firm that not only everyone wants to work with, but significantly you as the owner want to work with as well. Mm. 
So actually, you could. I'm just wondering if the DH is director of health, of which happiness is a. Component. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because uh, you know, there's. It, it's clear that uh, a sense. I meant of it that way, Paul. In, yeah, I actually meant it that way. Of course, yeah. of course. Um, it, it's a component of um, health is uh, happiness, but there are other elements to it, aren't there? For example, you know, that sense of pride. There are other emotions that show up for people not to, just to take the negative, for people not to be stressed. And if they're not connected to the sense of purpose, if they've not got clarity on what is expected of them in terms of behavioural standards or values, then that's going to raise the stress levels, isn't it? So that they, they are fundamental foundation stones. And then up from that is, you know, those emotions that um, pride, enjoyment, joy, happiness. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, can, how do we build more of that into our firms, into our businesses so that um, we have a greater impact on ourselves, our team and our clients? Um, but let's go to the, the the other part, which is which is not dwelt on yet. The community piece, Paul. How yeah. it's um, um, you know we, we said early doors in this conversation that it's it, it's not about me, it's not about us, it's about others, something bigger than ourselves. And I was, I just find it interesting when I look at the B one G one logo. That's his big one. I always used to think, oh, it's big, <laughs> and I just that's just but you know, it's B one, buy one, give one, big one. And what's the big one? The big one is um, is it not? tapping into uh doing something bigger than just business but oh. in, into the community so i'm you know i'm tapping i'm opening the door for you to talk um around your you know mm. focus in in the last decade or so um wh why, why is community so important to businesses to accountancy businesses and their clients in building the health of their firms building the health of their results as well for that matter mm. Mm. well uh, very very okay and one of the one of the sad things is that sometimes this seems uh you know overly simplistic and overly kind of woo woo and all of that kind of stuff but no no it really it really does <laughs> yeah, 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 right? yeah. it really does yeah, but, yeah. but when you're at the center of it believe me it's anything but that i mean it's 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 tangible it's you know it's there it's real um, and for me, it starts from this this fundamental observation. And this is just, you know, the world according to Paul, uh, this Paul. Yep. That's <laughs> why I've got you on the podcast, Paul. That's okay. <laughs> so, so the very simple thing, right? We all want to be at our best, right? So a, an interesting question is, when are we at our best? Just think about think about your answer. You, you're listening to it. When are we at our best? When, Right. And yeah. I think the answer to that is when we're giving. Now, let me be very clear. I'm not saying when we're giving money. I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm saying when we are giving. A giving could be. I'm I'm looking out of my uh, my work from home office here window in uh, in Singapore right now, and right opposite me. And most people would be very surprised to know what I'm about to tell you is right opposite me. Right opposite me is a beautiful forest. And people go, hang on a second, you've got trees in singapore yes yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're actually 54 percent green this program is brought to you by the singapore visitors bureau so anyway <laughs> <laughs> and i go i go running around there uh, every day and and the right in front of that those trees that i'm looking at right now there happens to be a bus stop right and there's no need for you to have a car in singapore because the the public transport is amazing and when I get on the bus, and by the way, the bus comes, Paul, I, I am not an exaggeration, it's every 60 seconds, not an exaggeration, okay? Right. And, and so 
I, I get on the bus and we have these little cards, you know, which go beep, you know, we flash them. Yeah. And as I'm flashing the card or my Apple Watch, <laughs> you can flash your Apple Watch as well, I always stop and I stop right there just for a brief second and I catch the eye of the driver and, and I say, thank you for stopping. And, and they look at me as if, did you, sorry, you, you just come down <laughs> from another planet, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but why, you just think about that for a minute. Here are people that were working in the middle of the pandemic, that were getting people to hospital, they're doing all that. Why would we not say thank you for something mm. as simple as that? And then you start mm. to think about, and I'm getting to the bigger answer in a minute, that, you know, mm. that maybe that, that person could be a man or a woman to whom I've just said thank you, goes home and they say, hey, you wouldn't believe it, a bus stop number 172 today, this guy got on, <laughs> and he said thank you for stopping. Uh, so you get that it, it sort of comes, you know, it just it just ripples, right? Or the taxi driver or whoever it is, that opportunity to be grateful. Now, the thing, the thing that I observed in the pandemic is that the people who really got that, who really got that they and there was this, this beautiful link. You saw these people are panicking and they were, you know, they froze. They literally froze. They had no idea mm -hmm. what they would do, right? And, and then you had at the other end of the spectrum the people who said, no, no, well, I'm very clear. I've got this North Star. You know, that's where I go. And they, they are what I call the purpose-driven people. And, and, and they seriously understand, the leaders seriously understand that we are at our best when we're giving. And so one of the things that is just so joyful for me is to be a part of of this organization, you know, called B1G1, where, uh, you know, where we can say, like, for example, if we were having this meeting on Zoom, which we're not, but if it was on Zoom, but I'm going to treat it as if it was, then 18 people are getting access to life-saving water just because we're having this Zoom meeting. When I send you an email, as you know, and, you know, th th then kids get access to education. When people listen to this podcast, you know, trees get planted, right? So you can embed all of this stuff that makes you good, right, deliberately in, in what you do. And the funny thing is, Paul, um, about three years ago, I was uh, sitting in the office and there was one of my team members who doesn't normally spend much time uh, on calls. He's uh, actually was the director of strategy, here she is calling all these people. And I said, Sharon, what are you doing? And she said, well, we mentioned something at the catch-up uh, three days ago where we talked about words that we use and how, you know, you can give from one cent and how 100% of the giving goes and all of those kind of things. And that's very important. She said, but I, I, I don't know that our members say that. So I'm just calling a few members, <laughs> like, like 60 in a day, to see – what what happens and she and she she literally has got a word cloud on her uh, on on her system and uh, paul and you, i'm i'm seriously not making this up and the word that is coming back right in the center is a word that you're familiar with because it's part of the your three things around the podcast the word is transform people mm. said people said that this whole thing is transforming their businesses. And then Sharon was smart enough to say, so why is that? You know, why? 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 <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. We didn't realize that was happening.
And she said, and this, Paul, if you, if you, if you go back to the very beginning of where we, we've been today in this lovely journey, the people said, it shifts the spirit. It shifts the spirit. And, hmm. and when you and I, or actually even more, the people that are listening to us now, who are, whether you like it or not, responsible in so many ways for helping people create extraordinary businesses and, and, you know, keep on doing that. And then as a result, you know, doing extraordinary things in their community and amazing things in our world. Accountants change lives. And the reason or one of the ways that we've got to get that we change those lives is by shifting the spirit. And, and you know, I think that what you're doing in this, in this podcast, which is so important, is, you know, go figure what else we could be listening to. You know, we could, be, we could be listening to a whole lot of stuff that, you know, we normally get off on. It's, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, my God, isn't that terrible? You know, da 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 or we could, yeah. or we stood, could be listening to something that literally changes lives. So, Paul, I said earlier on that I'm very privileged to be here with you because that's exactly what you're helping do. So thank you for and, that. And uh, well, and I think you're very much uh, leading the way, and I love that's a, a great way to finish around shifting the spirit. The, you know, the, the this podcast, this humanise the numbers piece, is very much about how do we bring greater humanity in those small, small interactions. So your description of the thank you to the bus driver is just it's just <laughs> it's just perfect because it's you know it is the little things that. Um, uh, that, that humanizes our uh, existence, the way we work with each other, uh, the way we interact with our teams. Um, and, you know, often it doesn't require a lot of time to say, please, thank you. That's in, that's easy and can sound a bit glib, as you say, but it's not. It's not. And um, if through those small interactions, we can send those ripples out uh, to shift the profession and shift the spirit, um, you know, the uh, the results, the health of our businesses will follow and that will show up in the other numbers as well. Paul, and by the way, I thank you. Thank say, you for talking about that health issue, too. That That is so, so, so important well it's a, it's know. a it's a timely message isn't it from a personal point of view but actually it's the the health of business is actually we've got to take the health of our team seriously as well both mentally yeah. and physically um so um so yeah, yeah. so true uh, so let's true. let's shift the spirit paul uh, you're a star i've uh, loved this conversation we could i, I could go on for a lot longer <laughs> but we need to respect people's times on the podcast well we, we should tell people that we had thank a you, day talking before we started right but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> try to narrow the field down a bit um brilliant paul uh, it's been a um uh, it's been a joy thank you very 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 much thank you paul it's been a joy for me too You'll find more valuable discussions with the leaders of ambitious accounting firms at humanisethenumbers.online. You can also sign up to be notified each time a new podcast is made available. This podcast series, Humanise the Numbers, has been made possible thanks to the support of our sponsors, My Workpapers, Advanced Track, Satago and VFD Pro. Visit humanisethenumbers.online Click the logo of each sponsor and you'll hear what our podcast interviewees have to say about the sponsor's services.